Hey, sweet friend, welcome to the Free and Well podcast. Are you ready to start showing up authentically in your life, feeling so confident in who you are? Are you ready to stop second guessing yourself, comparing yourself, and wasting your precious time procrastinating and scrolling on social media? Hey friend, I'm Devani. I'm a recovering perfectionist and people pleaser. I'm a therapist, life coach, and dog mom. And I remember being right where you are. I am on a mission to share with you powerful faith and psychology-based tools and simple steps to help you start being kinder to yourself, feeling more confident, creating consistent, positive, healthy routines, and setting healthy boundaries i.e. not saying yes to all the things. It's time for you to break free from self-doubt and comparison. Your most authentic, confident self is waiting. Even though I'm a therapist, this show is for educational purposes only. Information from the show is not a substitute for mental health or medical treatment. It is your time, my friend. Let's dig in and take some real, authentic, perfectly imperfect action together. Let's go. Hey, sweet friend, welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here and I'm so glad to be back. I took the last few weeks off from creating content and just enjoyed some downtime and I'm so excited to be back. I want to share with you before we dig in to this episode that I'm going to be hosting a live free workshop on September 14th over in my Facebook community. And it's going to be all around breaking free from second-guessing yourself. So if that's something that you are wanting to really explore more, to learn new tools, to really transform your relationship to self-doubt, to really start feeling more confident, if these are things that are piquing your interest and you're like, yes, 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 me, me, um, definitely head down. The link is below to sign up. I'm so I'm so excited. I have been working on this workshop very slowly and very intentionally, and I cannot wait to share it with you. I feel like it's a very, very unique approach to breaking free from self-doubt, to feeling more confident, and there's a lot of incredible tools that I'll be sharing with you, and it's a very holistic, warm, compassionate approach which I feel is really unique and special and is obviously something that I'm very passionate about is helping people find that confidence, really uncovering that authentic, confident version of you that's already within you, but helping you uncover her, helping you set her free in a very healthy, holistic, compassionate way. So if any of that sounds interesting to you, head down, link will be below, September 14th, super stoked. I also have a couple of really cool Facebook lives coming up over in my Facebook community. So again, link is below. Um, I'm so excited. I have so many exciting things coming up for you. And this just shows the power of taking the space and time to rest, right? Because now I'm, I'm back. I'm feeling refreshed, refreshed. I'm feeling refreshed, rejuvenated, so excited to be here and just to share so many amazing things with you that I feel like God has really been pouring into my heart that I can then share with you. So let's go ahead and dig into our topic for today. And what I really want to share with you today 
is really exploring self-doubt, really exploring where second-guessing ourselves can come from, how it can show up in our lives, and really starting to get a better understanding of it. And why I feel this is so important is that in the work that I do, I truly believe that it's so important to take the time to really understand why we are experiencing these things. And also, a lot of things that will come up is just kind of realizing that first off, many of the things that you're experiencing right now or struggling with, you are not alone in. And I think that that is one of the biggest lies that we believe is that we are somehow unique enough (laughs) to be the only one who is struggling with this. And so I find that when we take a pause, when we really take the time to reflect on How does this show up for me? What are some reasons of why I'm probably experiencing this? And also realizing that you are not alone in this. I find that there is so much freedom in that space. So where I want to start is really identifying what second guessing is. And the reason why I want to spend so much time on this is because I have chatted with so many women in this community And second guessing yourself is one of the top challenges that you guys are sharing with me. And so when we think about second guessing yourself, I want you to take a second. If you've been around or in my space at all, you know that I always ask you to pause and ask yourself these questions because I don't have these answers for you, right? I love to ask these questions and hold space and help you identify the solutions and the answers and the insights that you already have. So taking a second, I want you to ask yourself, what, where does this show up for me the most? When I think about, oh my gosh, because you obviously identified with this if you're listening to this episode. I feel like I struggle with second guessing myself. I want you to identify where does this come up for you? So for some people, this is going to come up when they want to set a boundary, right? When they want to say no to that extra task at work, when they want to say no to those plans this weekend, when someone asks them to do something and they're like, I literally have no mental or emotional energy to give that, but you're having a really hard time, right? So that may be some, some areas where some people struggle with second guessing. Other people may, may struggle with more of this second guessing when it's like they want to speak up. They want to share something. They want to say something that feels silly or funny or, right? It's this kind of vulnerable part of themselves, this real authentic thing that they're thinking or feeling, and they want to share that, but they're second guessing that. And so I want you to pause I want you to take a second and ask yourself, where is the number one area where I'm seeing this come up in my life? So take a second. Beautiful. If you need to pause it for more time, you can. And what I want to share with you is when we think about a couple of the different reasons why we struggle with this or where this can come from, I'm just going to share a couple. This is not an all-inclusive list. You are a unique individual and why this comes up for you and you know the intensity of it, the frequency of it, the, the type of thoughts that you have around this, what this looks like for you is individual. But I'm just going to give you some possible ideas of where this can come from. So one reason why we can really struggle with second guessing ourselves, right? is like we have that inkling to do something, to say something, and then we pause. 
right? We pause. Um, one reason is because of some type of thought pattern that we have gotten caught in. Some type of thought pattern that is keeping us in the belief that we can't share the thing. We can't say the thing. Or that maybe you upset someone. Maybe you hurt someone's feelings when you said that, right? It's some type of thought pattern that has really been reinforced as you've continued to have that thought over and over again over time. So that's one possible reason, right? It's this kind of built-in thought pattern of, you know, this was something that happened once and then we had the thought and then we continue having the thought and now it's this very deeply, now we don't even think about it. It just is kind of an instinctual thought pattern that we go into. So that's one possible idea. Another one is that when we experience a moment of vulnerability, a moment of possible rejection, a moment of possible hurt, something like that, sometimes this pattern, the second guessing pattern or habit or behavior, whatever you wanna call it, can come up as a protective mechanism right? Because your brain is like, I don't want you to get hurt again. I don't want them to judge us again. I don't want them to have a negative opinion of us. I don't want to hurt someone's feelings again. And so as a protective mechanism, right, then we start, okay, we go into this second guessing ourselves constantly to protect ourselves, right? There's this part of you that really wants to feel protected and our brain is really deeply wired for survival and for protection, right? Your brain's function is not to help you, <laughs> like these, these more primitive parts of our brain are not meant to help you self-actualize, reach your greatest potential, reach your dreams and goals. It's to help you stay safe. And so that's another possible reason is as a defense. Another reason why this may come up is if we feel disconnected from ourselves. So if I don't feel really rooted and grounded in who I am, in my values and what I find really important in the type of person that I want to be, how I want to show up in the world, right? If I don't feel really rooted and grounded in those things... I could definitely struggle more with second guessing myself, right? And I almost picture like kind of the waves, the the turbulent waves, right? Or maybe what the top of a tree looks like, right? Like if it's not really rooted and grounded, or if we think about those upper, those upper branches. Is that metaphor making sense? I think you get what I'm saying. <laughs> like when we don't have these deep roots down into the ground, it's gonna feel like things are really flailing right? Flailing, moving around, bouncing around versus feeling very deeply rooted in who I am, in my worth, in what I value, how I want to show up, right? That can definitely lead to us struggling with second guessing ourselves more because I don't feel super rooted and super sure of how I'm showing up or the things that I'm doing or how I'm setting boundaries or, right, how I want to handle this situation. I don't feel rooted and grounded in that, Another thing that can come up is if we are struggling with self-trust. 
and this is very related to the last piece, is if I'm not super trusting of myself, of my resilience to, let's say I want to set the boundary, and I don't trust that if someone gives me pushback that I can handle that, and I say this because I've been there, where like I get really nervous around maybe how the other person's going to respond, right? If I don't have trust in myself that this is how I want to show up, and then also that I can handle whatever's going to come from this, I'm definitely going to question myself more, right? I'm definitely going to question setting that boundary. So those are a couple of reasons, and I want you to take a second and see if any of those really specifically resonate with you. And again, this is not an all-encompassing list. These are just some, some possibilities, some possible reasons why you may be struggling with this. And something that I would like to share with you before I move on to the next piece is a certain level of self-doubt is so natural. Like, I, I think it's something that's so important for us to talk about. When we think about what we are striving for, when you think about, well, I want to experience all of this personal growth and I want to have an amazing mood and mindset all the time, Thinking about and really acknowledging and giving yourself grace because a certain amount of self-doubt, a certain amount of having emotions, right? Like is all natural. You are a you are a human, right? You are living a human experience. You are going to have moments of self-doubt. You have literally this brain that wants to keep you safe, that wants to keep you safe and protected. And I think that's something that I love the most about the work that I get to do is really helping people realize that this is natural, this is okay, and these are the things we can do so that that isn't in the driver's seat, right? It's really just about, it's not that I'm trying to feel doubt less often, it's more so when that doubt comes up. I can really quickly notice that that's happening, really quickly notice that that doubt is trying to move into the driver's seat. And I feel super equipped and confident in the tools that I have in my toolbox to be able to move those thoughts over into the passenger seat so they are not driving the show. They are not driving my choices. They are not driving how I show up, how I act, how I respond to this situation. So huge. So, so huge. Such a huge part of the work that I do with my clients and my coaching. And I am so, okay, I'm not going to go on a tangent about that. It's just something that I'm so passionate about. Okay. So the next thing that I really want to acknowledge is that this doubt, often we can look back and we're like, oh my gosh, we're so judgmental towards our doubt. We're so critical of it, right? Why did I let myself do that? Why did I, right? I should have. Why did I? all of this judgment, right? Which is so natural. So many of us do that. I think it's a very common reaction. What I want you to acknowledge though, is that your self-doubt, okay? It served a purpose. Any type of behavior or thought pattern or something that you are struggling with right now that you're like, I'm really ready to let this go. (laughs) This is not serving me anymore. I want you to know that instead of looking at this habit, instead of looking, right? Instead of looking at second guessing and being like, why do I let this happen? 
oh my gosh, I can't believe I do this. I can't believe I let this happen. Instead of looking at with that lens, instead of looking at it with that lens, looking at it with the lens of, wow, there was this part of me that was really trying to protect me. And at some point, this was helpful. At some point, this behavior, this pattern served a purpose. At some point, this was the best that I knew how to respond to this situation or this experience. It was the best that I knew how to do. And it served a purpose. And that is okay. Looking at it with compassion, with kindness, with understanding that at some point this this started to happen because it needed to. We needed it. It served a purpose for us. And this is something I'm going to be diving into a lot more in that workshop in September. And I don't want to give too much away, but I'm so excited because if we can take off these glasses of, right, if we imagine that this perspective that we're looking at this second guessing habit, right, or thought pattern, it's like a pair of glasses, a lens through which we're seeing things, right, is judgment and criticism. But if we can take off those critical glasses and put on our compassionate glasses, like, wow, it's okay that I did this. It's okay, right? With compassion, with acceptance, it's okay that this has happened. And now I'm in a place where I feel like I can really do the work and shift into something else. I don't need that second guessing pattern to be in the driver's seat. I'm ready for something else. Okay, so I wanna share some tools of what we can start doing of what we can start doing. So the first one that I would encourage you in is genuinely, I know you're probably so sick of hearing me say this, (laughs) but it's so true and so important, is just to start noticing this. Just start noticing it. Because what happens is so often these patterns, and I, I have patterns that I'm like, I don't even notice. And that's the power of, excuse me, that's the power of having a therapist, a coach, like having people who are going to sit with you and really notice these things from an outsider perspective, right? And say like, hey, hey, this is not feeling helpful, right? Hey, did you notice that this is kind of happening? I'm seeing this pattern. Are you noticing that? So powerful. So starting to just notice it, noticing when it comes up. And what I would encourage you with here, noticing it with those compassionate glasses, noticing it with a lens of acceptance and compassion. When I say that, I am not saying that you are going to resign and just acceptance as in, well, it is what it is. No, acceptance is I see it for what it is. When we can accept what is happening right now, In this instance, we're talking about this pattern. If I can see my second guess it, that's a tongue twister, my second guessing habit. If I can see that for what it is with these compassionate accepting glasses, I'm like, wow, that is coming up for me a lot. I'm noticing that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm accepting it. I'm seeing it. I'm being, I'm being compassionate about it. I'm not criticizing myself for it. Wow. Okay. I see you. I see you. Right. Acknowledging it. 
and name it. We're going to notice it. We're going to name it. Wow. Okay. I see my second guessing pattern coming up. Okay. I see my second guessing <laughs> trying to get into the driver's seat, right? Like really noticing it and naming it and setting this deep radical intention. And this is like, if I could just, this is so much of the work that I do, but if I could just support anyone and everyone in putting on these compassionate, accepting glasses to see themselves, to see their habits, to see life, like huge huge, right? Because when we are doing this work of, I'm really noticing these things in myself that are not working, right? This is a constant process. Like I, I, I'm not even going to go into this, but that compassion is so important. The compassion of, wow, I'm really seeing these behaviors that I'm showing up with. I'm really seeing these, you know, thoughts that I'm struggling with. I'm really seeing them and I'm acknowledging them. I'm like, wow. Okay, at some point, at some point, these thoughts felt necessary. At some point, these served a purpose for me. And when we show up in a way that is accepting and acknowledging and compassionate towards these things that aren't serving us anymore, we can start to break free from them. We can start to shift our relationship with them, and that creates so much freedom. So you are probably never going to hear me talk about a goal of never feeling self-doubt, never feeling this, feeling confident all the time, because I think the deeper goal of so much of this work is if we shift how we see things, if we shift how we are interacting with this self-doubt, when you notice that self-doubt is happening, when you notice that self-doubt is in the driver's seat, shifting how we respond to that, to be very compassionate and open, shifting how we respond to ourselves in those moments, that changes the game, that changes everything. We move through these moments quicker, typically. We're not activating our fight-flight response by being really critical and harsh on ourselves because that activates our fight-flight response. And it's really just a much more gentle way of moving through these moments of being a human. And then from that space, we can show up. We can try again. We can get back up when you fall literally fell earlier while I was hiking. I went on an early morning hike and I was trying to let this little family by and it was a really tight corner and I literally fell trying to scooch over and I thought I had made it through the whole hike without falling and then that happened, but it's okay (laughs) because we can get up quicker. We can try again. We're so much more willing to do that and that is the power of our approach. That's the power of the lens that I'm wearing, the glasses that I'm wearing, how I'm seeing myself, how I see the world. And that's so much of what this work is that I'm so grateful to be here doing with you on this podcast, doing with my clients that I'm going to be doing in this workshop in September. So those would be a couple tools to start with. 
Again, before we go, I want you to take a pause. As always, I love creating just a moment of quiet because I want you to pause. I want you to notice what's standing out to you. This is one of my favorite. I know I say say that all the time. I just have so many favorite things that I do with my clients. (laughs) But at the end of sessions, asking, okay, what's standing out to you? What are you noticing? Because what happens is then we can take the space to really let this big insight or this big intention really settle in and kind of like we summer, right? It's like we talked about all these incredible things in our last, we've been here together for 25 minutes. Thanks for letting me be with you for 25 minutes. And I want you to take a second and really notice what am I feeling led to practice or to take with me from this episode? I don't want you to just go on and listen to three other episodes. You can do that after you do this. (laughs) That's fine. But I want you to really identify what is something that I'm genuinely feeling like I want to take with me or that I would like to practice from this episode. A key nugget, a key piece of wisdom. Take a moment, please. Maybe you want to take a breath also. Alrighty, lovely. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope this episode spoke to you and encouraged you. And before you go, I have an online community that is just for you. Head to freeandwellcommunity.com and be sure to enter your email so you can be the first to hear about new episodes, to get Monday morning journal prompts, and to get special gifts from me. All right, my friend, I will see you at our next coaching coffee date. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day.